Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Global Venturing Review, covering the biggest venture stories from the past week across the CVC sphere and global venturing. My name is Fernando Moncada, senior reporter, and we will be taking a look through some of the more notable deals, IPOs, financings, M&As, and fundraisers of the past week. Let's start off as we often do in the public markets with some initial public offerings. First off, US-based customer engagement technology provider Braze, whose software allows businesses to generate and process customer data in real time for marketing and engagement purposes, floated on the Nasdaq Global Select Market in a $520 million IPO, marking an exit for financial services firm Citi. The offering involved the issuance of 6.7 million shares priced at $65 each, above the 55 to 60 range that it had set the week before. Venture capital firm Interwest Partners divested a further 1.3 million shares to raise $84.5 million, valuing Braze at nearly $5.9 billion. Expensify, the U.S.-based expense management software producer backed by cybersecurity services provider Barracuda Networks, closed its own IPO at $302 million. The company has issued 9.73 million Class A shares priced at $27 each, at the top of the $25 to $27 range that it had set, to raise approximately $263 million. About $2.6 million of those shares were issued by Expensify itself, while the other $7.1 million were secondary sales from existing shareholders. The underwriters subsequently took up the option to buy nearly $1.46 million more shares after they rose in price, closing at $44.13. In addition to the IPOs, we've seen a few big SPAC deals or reverse mergers this week, an avenue to public markets that does not seem to be losing popularity. SoundHound, the US-based voice intelligence software provider backed by corporates Tencent, Daimler, Hyundai, Medea Group, Orange, Sompo, Samsung, NVIDIA, and Recruit, agreed to list through a reverse takeover with Archimedes Tech SPAC Partners Co. at a pro forma valuation of $2.1 billion. The SPAC had gone public on the NASDAQ capital market in a $120 million initial public offering in March this year. Industrial and chemical group Koch Industries, financial services firm Qatar First Bank, and venture capital firm MCON Ventures anchored in $111 million private investment in public equity, or PIPE, financing supporting the deal. Elsewhere, an Israel-based ride-hailing service, GET, which counts carmaker Volkswagen and conglomerate Axis Industries as backers, agreed to a billion-dollar reverse takeover with special-purpose acquisition company Rosecliff Acquisition Corp. 1. The deal gives the combined company a pro forma valuation of $1 billion and is boosted by $30 million in a pipe financing from Rosecliff Acquisition sponsors and selected GET shareholders. It will get the position on the Nasdaq stock market taken by Rosecliff Acquisition earlier this year in February when it carried out a $220 million IPO. Elsewhere, money has continued to pour into startups this week, as it tends to do, and we've seen quite a few crypto, blockchain, and cybersecurity companies receive capital injections. In the first instance, U.S.-headquartered cybersecurity software provider Lacework received $1.3 billion in funding, marking one of the largest rounds of the year so far, from investors including data software producer Snowflake and mass media group Liberty Global, who invested through their respective subsidiaries Snowflake Ventures and Liberty Global Ventures. Sutter Hill Ventures, Ultimator Capital, D1 Capital Partners, and Tygo Global Management co-led the round, which also featured Morgan Stanley's counterpoint global subsidiary, Durable Capital, Franklin Templeton, General Catalyst, XN, Co2 Management, and Dragoneer Investment Group. The round, which valued the company at $8.3 billion, pushed Laceworks' overall funding to approximately $1.9 billion. 
Cryptocurrency trading and storage platform developer Gemini secured its own $400 million in funding from investors including financial services firm Commonwealth Bank of Australia, with Morgan Creek Capital's Morgan Creek Digital subsidiary leading the round at a $7.1 billion valuation. It represents the first external funding that the companies received and also featured Tent T, Parify Capital, Newflow Partners, and Marcy Venture Partners. Gemini operates a digital platform that enables users to buy, sell, and store digital currency and decentralized finance tokens. It also allows them to create non-fungible tokens, or NFTs, whose popularity seems to be a weekly theme, as further evidenced this week by US-based blockchain gaming technology developer Forte, which provides blockchain technology that enables game developers to create internal economies for video games through NFTs. The company raised $750 million in a Series B round backed by multiple gaming and media corporates, taking its total funding to about $935 million this year alone. Digital entertainment and blockchain technology developer Animoca Brands, record company Warner Music Group, gaming studios Overwolf, Play Studios, and Huge Games, as well as blockchain developers Cosmos, Polygon Studios, and Solana, the latter through its Solana Ventures vehicle, all took part in the round as well. Private equity firm C Capital and Cora Management had co-led that round, which also featured Anderson Harwitz, Tiger Global Management, and Griffin Gaming Partners. Back to cybersecurity, Internet and Technology Group Alphabet's growth stage investment vehicle Capital G co-led a Series E round for U.S.-based cybersecurity technology developer Expel, sized at over $140 million. The round was co-led by Paladin Capital Group and included networking technology producer Cisco's corporate venturing unit, Cisco Investments, as well as Index Ventures, Scale Venture Partners, March Capital, and Graycroft. It took the company's total funding to approximately $258 million and valued it at over $1 billion. Expel operates a managed detection and response service that protects cloud applications, network infrastructure, and endpoints from cyber threats. In what's been one of the biggest raises for the agriculture sector in a while, U.S.-based online farmer network platform Farmers Business Network raised $300 million in a Series G round featuring food processing and commodities trading company ADM and Alphabet, which invested respectively through their ADM Ventures and GV units. The round was led by financial services firm Fidelity Management and Research Company and featured funds managed by Fidelity Investments Canada, Temasek, LN Middle Family Office, Cole Capital Partners, Walleye Capital, Tudor Investments Corporation, T. Rowe Price, DBL Partners, BAM Elevate, BlackRock, and Barron Capital Group. Just as startups have seen money roll in, so have investment vehicles. India-based venture capital firm 314 Capital aims to roughly double the size of its third fund, which is backed by game developer Krafton, from its approximately $100 million target to around $202 million, according to the Economic Times. The vehicle has already raised approximately $135 million since it was launched in December 2019, and 314 plans to extend an existing overallotment option to reach its new targets. Its limited partners also include Nippon India Digital Innovation, CDC Group, and undisclosed family offices, institutional investors, and endowment funds. The firm invests in developers of technology in areas such as software as a service, financial technology, digital media, deep technology, enterprise automation, health technology, and direct-to-consumer products. And lastly, staying in Asia, China-based agriculture and food-focused venture capital firm Bits and Bytes, which focuses on Series A and B rounds related to food supply chain, crop and animal health, nutrition, protein alternatives, and precision agriculture, has itself closed its second fund at $100 million, with backing from corporates Esco Life Sciences, Syngenta, 
Adiseo, and Wilbur Ellis. The corporates were joined by fellow limited partner Temasek, with Wilbur Ellis participating through its corporate venturing unit, Cavallo Ventures. That is about it for me today. These have been just the main headlines. You can catch our full coverage of the market on globalventuring.com, so go ahead and take a look. And if this is your first time on the podcast, on the Global Venturing Review, hit that subscribe button. Don't forget to keep an eye out for next week's episode, which you can catch on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you feel like listening to it. I have been Fernando Moncada. Our sound engineer is Mark Chatterley from In-Ear Productions, whose work you can check out at inearproduction.com. And our intro music is by Kevin McLeod and a Creative Commons license. We'll be back next Monday, as we are every week, with more news. Until then, have a great and productive week. Global Venturing Review was produced by In-Ear Production. You can find out more by going to inearproduction.com.